Yo, what up, everybody? So, <clears throat> today is Sunday, April 7th, about 4 p.m., and I am like 24 hours removed from seeing Excision in San Bernardino at the NOS Orange Show um, event. And as I had mentioned before in the past, it was my first time being really involved in a scene like that. And before before we even get started, we're going to go through the drive-thru right now. And I'm going to order me a fucking shake because I deserve it. Um, I know I talk about diets and shit and I'm exercising, but I fucking need a shake, man. I need something to get my boost, my energy real quick. Um... When I do these, if these podcasts eventually take off and all that shit, y'all are going to come with me just like the YouTubers do everywhere I go. Um, and just, I do a lot of this shit in my car anyway, so hold on one second, you guys. Well, actually. Just so you know, we're only accepting cash. Oh, shit. Okay. okay sorry about that. Well. Time for a different uh, strategy. I guess this place we're not getting a shake from. But let's try... We can go elsewhere. Y'all can come for the ride because this episode going to be a cool minute anyways. Anyways, um, yeah, I had never been to, you know, dubstep or rave or... Anything of that nature. So this was a whole brand new 100% OG fucking experience for myself. And just for, you know, just a a whole brand new experience. Like I had never, uh, first of all, I don't really, not that I don't like the music, but it's just not what I listen to. I don't listen to dubstep at all. Like. I know who Skrillex is, and I know who Excision is, and I now know who Sullivan King is, and, like, a few, like, Marshmallow, but I don't even know if Marshmallow counts as Debstep or not, and I can't think of the other, I can't think of the other dude's name that's that's pretty popular, something mouse, Dead Mouse, Dead Moss, whatever, and I don't even know if Dead Moss is... It's just something I don't listen to. It's like people don't listen to country and they know who Garth Brooks is. Like I don't listen to dubstep, and but I know who like Skrillex is. It's just, it's, that's just what I know. Um, but anyways, yeah, I don't listen to it. So like I have a vague. It's very basic knowledge of that stuff in general but i do like excision um i've been a fan of excisions for some time now uh i did i listen to his stuff when it comes out like i listened to the apex when it dropped and i liked it um like i said it's not in my arsenal of music that i just sit there and listen to it's nothing that i'm like oh okay well you know what i'll throw on this i actually and actually that's not even true i do throw it on sometimes but it's more like just a random like if i would just want to hear what he's got cooking or 
if I'm talking about them randomly one day and I'm like, oh, okay, like I'll throw it on. But you know what? It was my first experience. Uh, and I think the whole lineup was somebody named Hash. Skanto or Squanto or whatever. Sullivan King. Funt Case. And Excision. But I'm almost certain I'm missing like a group or two. Because it started at like 5. And it went on to like 1.30. And there was more than like 5 people. There was probably like 6 or 7 or 8. But that's neither here nor there. Um, it's a totally different crowd than a heavy metal show. So a lot of, well, right off the bat, right off the bat, there is, it's probably an equal ratio of men and women. There is like, maybe it's 50, 50 percent guys and girls that go to these, you know, and I see, I see like Beyond Wonderland and, and Nocturnal and Hard Festival and EDC and Coachella and Burning Man. I see these all the time, but I didn't know that it was, you know, you know, I don't have no idea, but I would, I would assume that maybe Coachella was the more lady friendly event out of all of them. That was my presumption. I assumed it was more guys and girls. But I could totally tell that this was, there was a lot of girls. So I was like, okay, well, that was kind of cool. Like, if you're a single dude and you roll with your other dude, there's a good possibility that if you're dancing and everything's going well, you could at least get a couple of people's numbers or, you know... You can bump into somebody that you've seen at other, um, at other fucking, you know, raves or whatever. Like, I'm assuming that that's a possibility. And you can start making connects. And, you know, you start talking to people and, like, following them on Instagram. Like, hey, you're going to this, you're going to that. Yada, yada, yada. You know, I could understand that. Like, eventually you would get more involved into it. I guess it was my first time going so it was like i was like like a fresh fish fresh piece of meat basically and hold on one more second let's try this again hi welcome to breakfast everyone whenever you're ready yeah can i get a, a large oreo cookie shake with the whipped cream and the cherry pie uh no cherry no cherry okay is that gonna come to order? yes 4 30 and i'll see you at the window 4 30 at the window yo Large Oreo cookie shake, motherfuckers. And you know what? I do have cash. I shouldn't have bounced out of the other spot. But whatever's. Um, yeah, I mean, I could assume... You would make friends, you know. And you could possibly start hooking up with some of these girls that attend to it. Because there's that many girls that go. There's not, not that many girls... Like, I thought it was, like I said, I thought it was mainly dudes, but walking up, I guess it was probably 50 50. It was probably 50 50 right off the bat. 
Hold on one second. Bear with me. Thank you. But yeah, okay, 50% off of fucking... I think they said... I want to say 20,000 or 30,000 people went, but it could have been 50,000 or 60,000. I don't remember. And I don't... I'm not... I don't have a good mental... Damn, this shake is hard as fuck. Uh, a mental... Because I was in the middle, it was just fucking packed. Uh, I don't have a good mental... Like, I can't see a crowd of people and tell you how many people were there. Like, I just can't. But what I can tell you is, yeah, definitely about 50% um, women and men. It's mostly young people. However, I was there and I wasn't the only person of age. You can tell because people have mustaches and beards. You can tell people's age right off the bat. And, you know, it's... But I would definitely say it's a younger crowd, so probably anywhere between 25 and 18, 18 to... 26, somewhere in that range. That's the majority of the people that go. Now, the interesting thing that I've seen immediately as well walking up is like a heavy goth culture to it, possibly. Maybe goth is not the right word, but definitely excision maybe his his crowd of people is not um and maybe rightfully so because i was under the assumption too like he's more on the heavy side of this thing but i was too was just kind of thinking maybe for whatever reason that it was going to be more like a nocturnal or one of them was a little bit more color to it you know a little bit more like almost like cosplay you know like cosplayers a lot more colors a lot more get up dress up but this was more black fishnets a lot more dark tone clothes a lot more like spacey elements to it a lot more you know everybody's wearing a shirt that says excision and headbang and fucking i'll break your fucking neck or break your fucking neck um and all there's a lot of black clothing so i mean i fit right in i fit right the fuck in because i was in all black and i was not like the only person in all black at a fucking a colorful event you know like pastel color shit and that's kind of how i like those kind of colors like pastel colors that kind of reminds me of coachella which was i thought i was gonna see a lot more of that and maybe that happens at the nocturnal you know, and these hard festivals and EDC and Coachella itself. But, I mean, like I said, it was a little bit more dark. Maybe it's, I mean, maybe goth and emo is not the right word to use for it. But it's definitely, definitely not fucking anywhere as the colorful 
that I thought it was going to be as well. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Maybe it was going to be a little bit more colorful. However, Excision is heavy. So, I mean, maybe I kind of was hoping it wasn't that way uh, sub subconsciously, you know. I was kind of hoping that, okay, maybe it's not as fluffy or not as soft as I was thinking it was going to be, which is which was a good thing. So those are the couple things that I noticed up front was a lot of dark clothes, a lot of black, a lot of fishnets, sort of metalish, gothish, emo-ish kind of vibe to it. Definitely not any of those in general because a lot more people are a little bit more happy than their counterparts that I just mentioned. Um, definitely younger. And definitely like an equal mixing of 50-50 men and women. That was, just, that was just what I noticed walking up and being in there just five to ten minutes. You know, like I said, you, you go to an office, it's... You go to Ozfest or Notfest or any heavy metal show, it's probably 70, 30, 70 men, 30% women on average. Maybe Notfest is closer to 60, 40, but it's still predominantly male. And even local hardcore shows are probably 80, 20 that go to it, which is not a bad thing because sometimes you got to leave the girls at home like... You got to go rock out with your homies, squad up. But that was just what I noticed up front. Now, let, getting into the concert, they're really strict about the fucking idea because I'm a lot of young people going. I think a lot of people trying to get drunk as fuck. Everybody is, it seemed like everybody at that fucking show was smoking weed, rolling on Molly drinking and I don't know what people were like huffing like a little look like a little tampons I don't know what that is maybe some of you do I don't really pay attention to drugs that much because it's really uh drugs are not my thing even though I was actually looking to fucking roll a little bit but I didn't really ask around and I didn't really care to look for it myself if it was going to be right in front of me I would have popped a few molly but that's not neither here nor there um, but yeah, it seemed like everybody was high as fuck for the most part. A good 60 to 70% of the people. Now, the music, it, okay. When I walked in, I think the first person had already played. It was already like the second or third person in. I don't know who they were, but the music is fucking loud. It is loud and fucking... It's just fucking loud. There's a lot of bass to it. And you shake. Like, it fucking thumps you when, you know, the fucking bass drops in the song. It's fucking... And, yeah, like I said, that kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Only because... Heavy metal shows are loud, very loud as well, but not 
loud to the point where the music physically like shakes your fucking clothes or and that's not that true but like you can feel the bass like into your body and that's perhaps why some of these drugs that people that go to the raves take because you could probably feel the music pulsating through you and it probably enhances your high when you're at these events which would be dope if I could go to another one and I'm not going to any other I'm not going to EDC I'm not going to Coachella I'm not going to this other shit unless like Excision or Sullivan King is playing Something that I could already know and maybe I could start branching out from there. But if they're not playing, I'm not going. Because I really don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I'll be a, first of all, I'll be all by myself. Second of all, uh, I don't know anybody else's shit. Like, I don't know literally anybody else's shit. And I'm not, I don't really care to dabbling in per se not to say that I'm not going to go and check out Sullivan King when I get a chance and start he was actually pretty good I gotta give him two thumbs up uh, excision fucking monstrous if you guys know some, I guess I don't know people out there listening to probably know who excision is but fuck man and I, and I gotta back it up but I mean like the whole experience was really good. It was really good for me. I really liked it. Um, I wish that I had a date to go with or somebody to fucking rock out with me right there. Just like, you know, everybody was headbanging. That's kind of cool. Um, you don't get that at metal shows all the time. Like, everybody fucking headbanging. But everybody was pretty much fucking headbanging and hard. Like, not a lot of monster pits. I think I seen, like, two little ones pop up. And that was it. And only for, like, a brief moment. But everybody just more or less headbanging. But let me back it up. The music is loud. The bass is just pummeling your body. So you get a physical presence of the music. Uh, and like I said, it's different than heavy metal. Because heavy metal... Uh, it has that effect, but it's more of a steady, a steady, because it's 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 loud, but it's at one. Like they're probably both at a level ten loud, right? Heavy metal in dubstep, but heavy metal is a constant ten, while dubstep probably rotates from like it drops all the way down to a zero for a brief moment, all the way up. And it probably goes from like 8, 9, 8, 9, 8, 9, 10, 10, 9, 10, 9, 10, 9, as far as how the music is hitting you in your ears and also in your like physically. I don't know, the, the bass airwaves just fucking shoot bass fucking at you. It's different. Definitely different. So physically, like I said, physically, it's different. So. Like I said, if you were on drugs and you could physically feel the pulses hitting your body, I can, I can imagine, you know, you're probably like, whoa. So that, that's just the physical. Then there's also, you know, the audio version, the audio of it. 
I haven't been to a festival in quite some time, metal-wise, or even a concert where there's five or six bands playing and the music does not stop. Uh, the music stopped for like five minutes in total. For all these people to play from six to one in the morning, the music does not stop. There is like no pause in between any fucking dude that runs up there and starts spinning his tracks. There's literally no pause, which to me, you get your money's worth because the heavy metal shows, they, you know, four bands play, there's like about an hour you're just standing there. Chilling. Now, I do get, you need a quick break, but Dubstep has a young, young squad of fans and they don't need a break, you know, and some heavy metal places, you don't need a break either. Some bands just suck, you're not paying attention to doing shit. And you don't need the break. But the music, like I said, audially just doesn't stop. Audio-wise, it doesn't stop. So if you're high or if you're just there, the music is just playing like on a loop. Like there's no point in time where, you know, you have that like that. Like, I'm going to run to the bathroom, or I'm going to this or that, or, like, I'm going to catch my breath. Like, there is no... If you're there and you're in the middle of it, there is no stopping. And, if you, like I say, if you're on drugs, if you're high as shit, and you got six hours of continuous fucking music just hitting you, it's probably a little bit better than 30 minutes of music, pause for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, pause. 30 minutes pause and then the last 45 minutes it's a little it's different like I could totally tell that like that would be a different state of hearing you know especially if you're on shrooms or something like the music doesn't stop so you don't have like lapses and fucking wow that was cool um and then visually it's a lot different too visually it's one or two dudes up there um, there's not, and also audio, on the audio, there isn't much lyrics, there isn't much fucking singing or talking going on at all, there's minimal, I mean, the people get up there and do screaming shit and talk to the crowd a little bit, but it's not nowhere near anywhere else that, just like if you were at a club, there's, but even the club, the tracks play, and there's people singing on the tracks. This is little to no singing, little to no anything on the tracks. It's just straight fucking tunes. Mm. But going back to it visually, the, a lot more lasers. Hell of a lot more. A lot of heavy metal shows don't utilize lasers, lasers for shit. Uh, fog going 24-7. The fog is nonstop. Um, and then the big screens that they got—I don't know what they're what you would call them. It almost look like a movie theater screen with shit playing in the background. Uh, Excision's background is by far was by far the best visually. Everybody else, I like the colors, like the bright blues and the purples, and you know the different colors that would come at you, the greens. 
And like I said, if you're high as fuck and you're seeing lasers and fucking there's clouds around you and these fucking bright neon colors are hitting you, which is kind of, like I said, that's kind of what I thought it was going to be when I walked in there, like a bunch of bright colors, neon, people in pink. Like you see them, uh, you know, wrapped up with a shitload of bracelets. You see those people posted up on the internet. And that's kind of what I thought I was going to get into. But it was, it was far from that. But visually, yeah, visually it's just like what you see, lasers and shit. Um, and the dudes are like 30 feet off the ground. They're way the fuck up there DJing, fucking spinning shit way the fuck up there. Because I'm looking up and I still got to look up to see where the fuck they're at. But they have like, it's almost like screens, a screensaver background. I don't know if that's what you would call it. And, and like I said, this, this was my first one. Maybe I'll go to another one or two as the time goes on. Maybe I'll have a wife that likes it. You, know, you never know how these things go. Maybe my kids or my or my nephew really gets into dubstep later on. And I can go. I mean, I just kick it in the back while they go fucking rage out. Um, maybe not because no kid wants their parents going with them anywhere. But anyways, yeah, if you're high as shit and you're seeing purple, blue, gradients of fucking colors overlapping each other, smoke, you know, the music pulsing, I mean, the whole experience, that's probably why those people are attracted to it. It's the whole experience, and you probably give a really good, you probably have a banging time there and that this is just i could just observe this you know in the first 10 minutes of me being there it didn't take me long to figure out what was up anywhere now i got there about seven and i think it started at five so i did miss like the first two people the very first person i think was it wasn't hash hash was first and i think i missed the second guy probably got in on the third act which I don't know the name. I cannot tell you. In I'd have to go back to either my Snapchat video and or the actual um, lineup, but I don't have. I don't really care to. Only Sullivan King stood out, and it, Sullivan King stood out the most outside of Excision. Like other people play fun. Funt case, Funt case played, and so does Skunto, and Subtro- Skuntix and Subtronics, and I, I can't think of who else played. I don't even know who, who played when I was, I wasn't paying attention, um, but that's not their fault. It's not like I was like negative about the situation. I just, when I got there, I observed, I went to go grab me two beers, I came back, I drank my two beers, and the first person that was on their plane just had just finished, and then... Somebody else played. I don't know who. And then, oh, Virtual Riot played. And I thought Virtual Riot and Funk Case were okay. Now, I don't want to get no fucking hate over it. I don't know who they are. Uh, but they weren't as heavy as Excision. And they weren't as loud as Excision. And they weren't, I don't think they were as good as Sullivan King, to be honest with you. 
And I don't even know who Sullivan King is really. I mean, I had a brief. I just had to come across, but I had never really listened. Not one track. But I, but he played very well. I'll give him that. Fucking shit banged hard. Uh, like I said, the first people played, I didn't really pay attention. The second people played, and then Sullivan King played. And that's when I kind of, and actually, maybe not a little bit my fault, because that's about the, about the point I started really getting involved with it. Like, I started scooting up, getting, like, I my goal was, because it was packed, and nobody was moving. So I was like, okay, well, if I start creeping forward, I'll get up towards the front or midways by the time excision plays. I'll just start weaseling my way, wiggling my way through the people forward. And I got to a point where... I just, nobody was budging an inch. So, and I was about 30 feet away from the front, maybe a little bit more. And, but I had really started my journey forward during Sullivan King because I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start scooting up because I don't want to be all the way in the fucking back. So, during Sullivan King, I actually felt like the intensity picked way up. Because people actually started to mosh a little bit. Now, let me get into the little mosh aspect of it. It's just like what I've seen at Rap Cards. I thought it was going to be a little bit more. But, there's a lot of, everybody, it's not a hippie vibe to it, but everybody's a little bit more happy. It's, it's a lot different. Then heavy metal shows, because heavy metal shows, there's a little bit more of a negative aspect to it. You know, the people are more drunker, more vulgar, more a little bit more, a little bit more machismo aspect to it. You know, it's not necessarily negative. It's a little bit more like, well, I'm the tougher guy mentality, and that actually happens for a lot of bands that have like bro followings, like Hatebreed. You know. Um, you know, like Madball and things of that nature. Like, there's, you know, that aspect to it. Suicidal tendencies. But this is more, these are more kids that are there to have a, a blast and a little bit more people fucking popping mollies and rolling and having fun. So, the mosh pits, just like, just had a rap show are just people kind of like bouncing around and pushing each other a little bit, but it's not nothing really crazy. Um, like I said, one bro, one or two like happened to pop up, but then they were quickly over within like 30 seconds. Uh, and I wasn't even going to mosh because I wanted to watch, but I was like, they were happening around me. And I can't, I keep forgetting who was asking for a wall of death. And I don't know if it actually happened or not, but Basically, there was minimal, and I didn't, maybe up more closer to the front there was more moshing, but it was minimal moshing at best. However, as I stated in the beginning, everybody was jumping up and down with their hands in there and headbanging the fuck out of, like, the air. Um, 
that's kind of excision sting, which is kind of what I like about it as well. I'm like, well, fuck, dude. And, you know, my neck is a little kind of like sore from just, because that's all I was doing yesterday was just bobbing back and forth. Like, if I just, you know, when you reach a good speed in your car and you got a fucking badass tune on, whatever it could be, you know, and you got one hand on the wheel and you're like at the stop line, you know, and the, you got your fucking tune on. And you're kind of doing that thing with your head where you're like, yeah, like, this is my jam. And you do that little head bob. You know, I was doing that, but for a couple of hours. So naturally, my neck right now is a little bit fucking sore, but not too bad. I could understand if you don't do that every day, like I do, or do it once in a while, your neck muscles must be fucking killing you the next day. But I go to a lot of heavy metal shows, and I headbang all the fucking time in my car, so it's nothing, nothing new for me. Now, um, yeah, like I said, Sullivan King, you know, that's when the intensity sort of picked up, and it could possibly be that I was moving forward, so there was a little bit more serious people instead of the people lollygagging towards the back, towards the middle of the back, but I can't be certain of that. 100%. I just know that it intensity ratcheted way up, probably like a whole other degree upwards from where it was at to where he started, where he started and left it. Now, I think after him was Virtual Riot. I don't know who they are, but they played okay. I mean, I'm going to find out who Sullivan King is. That's just my take out of it. Virtual Riot, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to say they were bad. I'm not going to say they were like the greatest thing I ever saw. They're not the, what I was going to watch. And they didn't sell me as much as Sullivan King did, which is not not any knock to them. It's no, it's no knock. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, and then after Virtual Riot was Fun Case... Which, again, I kind of thought was okay. And I think I was a little bit more like, damn, Fun Case needs to hurry up because I want to get my mind blown. And that's kind of, I kind of had that little feeling about, like, damn, how much time are they going to play? Because it was already, like, 12, like midnight. Or, I don't know what fucking time. Yeah, it was probably, like, midnight. I was like, damn, they're fucking, they got to get going. And I was like, okay, well, and then it finally ended. And then there was like, like I said, there was only about a five minute pause, maybe 10 minutes at the most, before Excision finally came on stage. And he just fucking blew it away, bro. I don't know how else to explain it, but he blew shit. It was better than what I was expecting in, in to even start. He blew my expectations away. I kind of figured he was heavy. I kind of figured. You know, I kind of figured it was going to be, like, good, but, I mean, who's better than it? I can't stress this enough. I don't know if everybody under him was playing with just a notch less loud, but he was definitely a notch more, or maybe two notches more, louder than everybody else. And I don't know if that's 
if that's just how he is, how his music is set up, if he's got a little bit better of a setup or what the fuck. But there is definitely, you can feel it. I didn't move spots between Funkcase, Virtual Riot, and, and Excision. I probably moved like 10 feet, give or take, forward or backwards, but not very much. And his shit is fucking deafening. Fucking deafening. I don't know how else to put it. Like, people walking around with fucking, uh, you know, earplugs. And now I can fucking see why. Fucking insanely. You know, he's insanely loud and insanely relentless. Like, the fucking loud beats do not stop. Like, there's... It go like a whole 20 minutes before the bass really kind of dips a little bit. And then, and then like a minute or two later, it's back. It's like, boom. Like, just fucking, just, you're getting assaulted by loud fucking sounds. And, you know what, like, there's a couple of songs I did recognize, um... You know, visually, his shit is crazy. I, again, I, I think they set up his shit a little bit different because his whole, he had the best visual stuff of the whole night. Like, between the lasers going, the fog going, the fucking background going, you know, everybody. I mean, the whole experience is really good. Like I said, I'm probably going to now keep an eye on him the rest of my life. You know, and I'm happy that I went to go watch it. I saved my Snapchat footage, so I'm going to load that to YouTube. And, like, I can't name all his songs. I don't really know but, like, two or three songs from him where I'm like, okay, like, I'd like to see this or that song. But he played for like an hour and 20 minutes, so I know like 10 to 12 minutes of music of him in total, and it's just not enough to even fucking, I can't name you any songs, I didn't do any research when I went home, I I don't do that, now I'm gonna just, like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of his now, so... Uh, if he happens to roll through again, you know, at some other point in time, I'd be, I would gladly go see him again. If anybody wants to go watch that shit, I'm fucking game. And, that, and the next time I do, I would like to be a little bit fucking high or a little bit drunk and let all of that, you know, hit you. You know, I would like to experience it a little bit fucked up too. Mm. But he, like I say, he's fucking insanely louder than everybody else. I'm not sure if that has to do with his setup or or if he just plays that loud, which is crazy. Um, I, I don't know. I can't tell you 100%. I, I don't physically know. I don't have his records. I just know a couple of songs. I know who he is. I know a couple of the songs that I've liked, and I know he's heavy. And he is not... It's not like I thought he was heavy and then, like, you know... That was only one or two of his songs. No, his shit is fucking loud from point A 
to point B. From A to Z, fucking, it's just loud, and it fucking slaps. Um, again, fucking, I had a blast. Um, and a little bit better than Buzz. I, I had a, I had fun while I was there. I was fucking headbanging the fuck out of shit, you know. I didn't make any friends. I didn't do any drugs while there, but I did definitely, didn't, I didn't get jacked. Nobody wanted to fight me. Nobody, you know, pushing me out the way, none of that shit, nobody's spilling beer on you, nothing like that, nothing stupid, loud as fuck music right up my alley, you know, if you like loud, insanely hard music that you could definitely fucking bob your head and fucking move around a little bit, I would highly recommend going and seeing him, you know, even if you're just sitting up to the side, like, it'd be worth it, the whole experience would be worth it, now, I don't, like I said, I don't know if this is enough to sell me, like, I'll give Dubstep a whole, as a whole a chance, because I don't, I don't see most of them that way, most of them are not that way, um, I don't know that, even that statement I just made to be 100% true, but I'm almost certain it's not, um, a lot of dub, dubstep and a lot of, you know, uh, techno music isn't in nature heavy. You know, it's just, it's not, but I don't know. Maybe if somebody can point me in other directions of other crazy, hard hitting fucking, if you know somebody that's better than you, you're more than welcome to point me. I'll give a listen to, uh, I'll give a listen to him. That's what I do. I listen to music all the fucking time. I listen to music. I don't play many video games because I don't have a, my own console, my own TV. But I listen to music because it's easier for me to listen to in my car, in my phone. Concerts are concerts come through all the fucking time, as you can tell. I go to concerts every little while. Just something I do. Um, just something I fucking do. But anyways, that's my review. I gotta get. I gotta give Excision, you know, like a ten out of ten. Ten out of just fucking mind blowing. It was a mind blowing experience. Bravo! Like I haven't been to many shows where like there's fucking lasers and fog and fucking dragons in the background and fucking loud as fuck music. Like heavy metal. They. Anybody in the hardcore scene, death metal scene, maybe not black metal because black metal is up there. It, they need to go and Slipknot, like, they need to go to one of these shows and see what the fuck is going on. Because I, I think we, heavy metal in general is underachieving um, visually. As far as the music goes, it's, it's there. It's heavy, it's hard, people can headbang. You can mosh. Uh, audially, yeah, there's... Audially, because there's words to it, people can sing songs, they can sing parts, they can scream the top of their head. That's there. What's lacking is the visuals. Um, you know, and I get, you know, they play at smaller venues, but even the bigger venues, like... Bands half-ass shit, and they just throw up a big-ass banner in the background and call it a day. Like, no, bitch. 
fucking invest in some strobe lights and some fucking lasers and a fog machine. How much does that shit really cost? Like, motherfucker, stop fucking smoking the profits. Invest in the goddamn strobe lights. Invest in some fucking badass black lights. Invest in a fucking disco ball and some fucking lasers. Like, how fucking much could that shit cost in relation to... Now, I get it's a little bit to set up, but is a fog machine really that much more to set up from the get-go? No. Is a fucking... You know, that's just that bare minimum. That's bare minimum. Like, you already put a banner up, but that takes you guys two minutes. You could throw on the fucking little lasers. They just don't. I think visually, they're lacking. Um... But that's about it. But I mean, musically, it's there. And, and I, I just think they need to go. Everybody needs to be quit being a hater. Go and fucking watch. Just watch and, and experience and learn. That's all you got to do. Um, I'm open to most shit, most music other than country, which I don't really fuck with on any level. But that's what it is. Um, I got to say... I had a blast. I had a fucking blast. Excision fucking killed it. Uh, my ears are still a little bit fucking ringing from it. Um, you know, the music fucking slaps you to the core of your soul. His shit fucking loud as fuck. Unbelievably loud. And that's it, guys. That's it. That's all I got for, you know, I wanted to do this episode while still a little bit fresh in my mind. Uh, I didn't do it last night because the motherfucker ran late, and it wasn't a 40-minute drive home, you know. It's only Actually, where I went to was probably the closest show I've been to in a cool minute. It's only about 15, 20 minutes away from where I live, and, and I actually, metal shows don't roll through San Bernardino ever. They relegated to Pomona, uh, and that needs to change as well. Heavy metal has been reduced to, like, two or three venues. And the glass house being the best one, but it's kind of far. And everywhere else is far. Shit needs to happen in San Bernardino. I don't know. And and I know hard festivals in Fontana's. I don't get why fucking heavy metal can't roll through Fontana or Devore more often. But it shouldn't. Um, anyways, that's all I got for this episode. Um... Thanks for tagging along. I'm fucking over here. Rolled through the drive-thru. Got me an Oreo cookie shake. And I'm spilling this shit everywhere. But that's it, guys. I- I'll catch you on the next one. I don't know what the next podcast is going to be about. Um, If I had a guess, probably be, you know... I don't know. I'll just see, I'll just see how the week goes. I'll let the week settle in. I don't really have a topic on hand now because I knew this one was coming. So I don't have to worry about it. But maybe I'll, I'll review something. Or maybe we'll just... Something will happen and I'll talk about it. Um, Godzilla's approaching. I got my tickets to Avengers. I got the tickets to Ghost Inside. So that's going to come up soon as well. And I think I even said that in the last podcast. But either way, guys, I'm out. I'm going to finish this shit because it's eyeballing me. And I've been chatting instead of sipping it as I, as I go, which... It's like, fuck, why did I buy it for? But now it's now it's drinkable because before it was a fucking giant rock. Anyway, guys, 
I'm done. Peace.